Hey guys, it's Anne here. Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, I just wanted to stop by and give you a little update on what's been happening with my whole six systems shakedown. My sickdom shakedown. I can barely speak, clearly. It's a normal day in Anland. So if you remember the episode that just happened a couple couple weeks ago, and you can go find that, or I'll link it below, I was talking about switching how my online courses are delivered. I was talking about how I deliver email. And I was talking about shifting two pretty big systems in my business and how that I do that, how I'm going to do that. And also, by the nature of shifting to some of these systems, it also kind of will impact other things, other choices I make, you know, based on how I how I accept money, how people can, how you can pay for courses, how you can sign up for free things even. So since then, I've done a lot of, you know, I've had other things going on. I did, we did a plan with me class last week, depending on when you're listening to this. And if you want to know what that was all about, you can definitely go to, I think it's bit.ly forward slash plan dash with dash me dash launch. That'll give you kind of like what I was really working on. But that was a new product from top to bottom. We did a live recording of it. I had a bunch of resources that I had to pull together and create for that. And it was a lot of fun. So it's not like I've been just full on working. I've been definitely context switching, which is not a good thing. I know that. And I should know better from being in the December, January, February, March round of the 90 day year. Uh, but I'm back. I'm, I'm not context switching anymore. I have no more product creation due to do. This week is totally dedicated to this move to, to, to doing actual tests that will give me the information I need to make my final decision. So teachable, teachable really wasn't something I was thinking about until I decided that I was going to consider ConvertKit. So ConvertKit is, if you want to check them out, is ConvertKit.com. Also, if you just want to look, scroll down below and you want to just click a link, there you go. Um, ConvertKit is a way, it's basically just an email service provider, but it has a lot of the same features that I signed up for in Infusionsoft. However, uh, as I've been slowly bringing all my customers into ConvertKit and and adding slowly but surely, adding in my, my free opt-ins and things like that, I still haven't actually brought in my entire list because of a few things. So, and this is just where I am right now. Again, this can change today after I record this when I start going through all of this material. And kind of really thinking, do I need this? Do I need that? Do I need this? Keep that. Yes, that's important. So the one thing, so I love, you know, with anything, I understand that there is a learning curve. So I understand the concept of tagging. I understand of the the concept of triggers, actions based on clicks on links. So so that that's fine. That's all good. It really is not that difficult. But the one thing I'm having a hard time with, to be totally honest, is that right now I'm able to create templates of emails for and and have them just live almost like as a library. They can be categorized. So if I know that like something is a launch email or a webinar email or let's say 
a free opt-in email or my welcome sequence. Maybe I have alternate double opt-in emails. Then I can just go in there and I have them kind of already created. Now, when you, when you send out broadcasts in ConvertKit, which is great, they're still there. It's not like I, I don't see them. But the bummer for me is I don't have a library that I can easily sort and filter so that I can see what, uh, so if I want to see all my webinar emails and maybe reuse one, that I can do that easily or as easily or in the same way that I've been doing in Infusionsoft. So there's that. Um, The other thing that I'm finding is that I in my sequences, which are kind of the automated emails that go out if people sign up on a form or they purchase something, the the option that's not visible yet to me, though I could totally be wrong on this, is that it seems to be all of them are based on the day that you opt into the sequence. Right now in, in Infusionsoft, I have campaigns that are set up. Some of them are set up with, you know, send this two days later, send this three days later, send this the next day, whatever. And that that's the case with something like a free opt-in where I know that, you know, sometimes I want to be more in control of that, but I also know that people sign up all the time. Whereas in Fearless Launching, if someone signs up for that class, that happens mostly live, except for the solo version, the self-paced version. But for that live class, I'm able to choose a date when those get sent out. So I kind of got a little bit bummed when I realized, oh, I can't change that. I can't choose. This sequence is going to be a dated sequence. And this sequence is going to be a just a, you know, one day later or two days later. So I don't know yet if I can find that or not. And those are actual pretty big deals, okay, for me, because I like that when I go to do the live class again, I can go into that campaign and I can just change the dates, which is really fabulous. I don't have to requeue emails up and it still exists as a sequence. So that's another thing that I'm looking for. And, but the thing that is kind of killing me also is that there is no visual kind of mapping device in ConvertKit. I really love the ease of using ConvertKit and it seems to be well received by the people that are getting those emails right now, which there aren't a lot of people getting those emails. They're just customers, like I mentioned. But what I would love to have is a more visual mind map to kind of show me where people are in the sequence. And I think that if they can do, I feel like that is like a logical piece to this, like at least show me visually. It just seems like some of the information is a little bit, you know, especially if you've got multiple sequences. I've got multiple cheat sheet PDFs that have been on different, um, that have been on different blog posts. And some of them, you know, honestly, it's just to get people in my newsletter list. But I feel like I need that visual piece. So I'm still working through that myself. That's why I didn't cancel Infusionsoft this month because that is something that I like. However, what I don't like and what is what I'm about to test this week, and this is, you know, I I know I started by telling maybe you about 
Teachable and other stuff that I'm doing. But what I'm doing this week, as far as ConvertKit goes, is I'm testing out the deliverability of emails. So there is a ginormous chunk of people that have been tagged in my system by Infusionsoft as basically not, uh, they're no longer engaged (laughs) in what I'm sending out. But because I know from reading tons of forum posts, tons of, I don't know, tons of just data, it feels like, on other people's experiences, um, even people who've switched from Infusionsoft to ConvertKit, that deliverability is not optimal. And so unless I can figure out how to make it more optimal, and actually what's interesting is that I wonder if it's the from email address, which it could be, um, which it's weird because it is my personal email address. So I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to see if I send a standalone series to those people who are listed in Infusionsoft and I say, hey, I think Infusionsoft is keeping us apart. Is Infus- has Infusionsoft kept, kept us apart all this time? And almost just like, are they blocking us from getting, getting to know each other better? And I'm going to see because I know that it's a small test and it's not the end-all, be-all indication that deliverability is horrid in Infusionsoft. But if that chunk of a couple thousand people, my friends... Probably like, I think it's like 2,500 people. I'm like, that ain't nothing. That is something. Then I want to, if I can engage with them by a convert kit, then maybe I'll forego the visual campaign thing. Maybe I'll just create that in my own systems outside of convert kit and make sure that that's updated when I update a sequence. Um, just almost like a guide that lives outside of convert kit where I can easily refer to, change it out there, and then go inside when I'm ready to change things for reals. So this deliverability issue is crazy for me. And I got to say, like, I haven't been very proactive about it over the past year. I, I should have looked into this way sooner. But I've noticed that this this could be that they truly are not engaged. And I will let you guys know. I'm going to let you guys know what happens. But essentially, if you receive an email from me this week and you haven't as of yet for like a year, <laughs> I'm, I'm basically writing a, a very simple sequence and it's just going to be like, hey, I just wanted to check in with you. I'm, I'm, you know, I think that Infusionsoft may have not been delivering your emails to you. And so are you there? Are you basically in a very simple, hey, um, I don't know if my emails have been getting to you. So I'm switching for this week only to ConvertKit or whatever. I honestly don't know what that email is going to say yet, but essentially it's to see what type of engagement I can get on a list that, and then the other, then the other, on on a list that's on a group of people that are somehow tagged and noted as not being engaged. The other piece that I wonder is perhaps doing the same test first inside Infusionsoft is a good idea, but using a different email address. I've definitely heard that that might help. And I know that this past year, I think I changed everything over to my name. So maybe those people aren't getting my email address. And, And 
funny side story, something must be up with my Google Mail because even my emails to my daughter's teacher were quarantined. And she emails me all the time. And I, I mean, we used to be emailing each other like crazy. So I wonder if something happened maybe mid-year or maybe in like before, before 2016 that caused this issue. Now, I don't know. I don't have the proof. I'm not techie, you know, all that good stuff. But I do think it's worth testing. Um, so if you get one of those emails from me, let me know. Let me know. Like reply to it. Say, hey, Anne, I'm engaged. I love you. And I'm here for you, girlfriend, whatever. Just let me know that you're there because that is what I'm going to be looking for. Um, so ConvertKit, you know, that's kind of the status on that. I'm going to be running that test this week. Now, ConvertKit kind of led me to Teachable and to this whole world of online course platforms. I even recently spoke to the founder and to someone else who works on the Rizuku team, and I'm considering that as well. Um, that's this the the whole online course platform topic is a big one. And if you go down that rabbit hole, you're going to be, it's going to be so difficult to make that decision because it's been difficult for me. Um, and so with this whole, you know, where's my course going to live? I asked myself, does it really need to move? Will it benefit? And, and is it because I'm lazy if I say no, it doesn't need to move? And then the other thing is, like, if it's going to move, is this really going to benefit the people who are taking the course? So some interesting things about all of these platforms is I didn't realize until I started looking into them how important how something looks is to me as far as my learning experience. So or how wrapped up in my own kind of design ego I am when it comes to certain things. So what I mean is this. So Teachable is one that I was kind of introduced first because I saw a lot of people that I knew were using the platform. I loved how, I love actually how all the sales pages look fairly similar. They're very easy to read. You don't have to scroll for days and days and days. Very easy to read, really easy to make the decision. You just decide what you want. It's a very self-selecting process, which I love. Um, However, at the end, and it does follow the trend of a lot of sales pages that are really starting to get a little bit more bare bones, a little less fancy pants. Um, Not to say they don't have the length to them and there's a lot of other different elements, but I like how they feel very clean, uncluttered, and they're easy to create. Hello, you're not like agonizing for days and days and days over a sales page, but you get all the elements you need. It's um, So the sales page aspect of the, all of these sites, I love um, for different reasons. Um, I mean, I've definitely, I've, I think I mentioned last time that I was looking at Thinkific. Uh, Rizuku is definitely one just because I'm talking to them about a collaboration and Teachable as well. So Then I started going into the inside and creating a course inside. And I thought, oh, so I don't get to have my pretty little icons for the PDF, audio, etc. Like it really makes it a learning environment. And it's a little bit different than a lot of the 
I mean, now that more people are using these platforms, I think people will get used to those. And I wonder to myself, is this a better just learning environment? Whether it's pretty or it's cutting edge or whatever, it's the the benefits kind of outweigh the need for all that. Um, you can still be engaging with all those people in your group. You can still send them a very nice, like kind of like a welcome sequence to keep them going throughout the course. But you almost don't need to if you don't want to. I think there are custom emails um, that you can add into any of these courses. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, there's definitely differences between each of the platforms. And I like how they accept the payment. Teachable, definitely you can add affiliates. They pay the affiliates out automatically. I mean, this is cool stuff, right? Uh, so, And it's almost like you have your own tech team right there. So that really is important. Plus, they are built to help people learn. Um, However, it's a little bit funky. When you first get in there and you start uploading your stuff, you're like, wait, how come I can't have like a pretty little, I mean, maybe I can because I just don't, I I think that what what I need to do is step one, you know, I is not get ahead of myself. It's just like get a course in there. And I actually did. I uploaded all of the elements for the toolkit, which is something I'm going back to just because I feel like people, when they're launching, they're not just looking to make a plan and they're not just looking to be planners and schedulers. They want to actually do stuff. So I put together that, which includes a few more resources that you can find in various places on my site, but I just want to make it easy. And I put that up on Teachable. So you guys now, right now, can go to ansamoylove.teachable.com. Just because this is a test thing, it's not It's not linked to my website just yet. Or actually, there is a link to the blog. But I would love it if you just check it out and let me know what you think. Because, I, I mean, I want it to be, I want to use one of these online systems because I feel like it would just take the pain out of creating new products. And I want to create more stuff for you guys. I want to create more freebies. I want to be able to create more resources. I want to be able to do more stuff. So I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. Um, I I think it's up to you. It's not up to me. I mean, I could ask my business besties or my branding expert friend and ask her what she thinks. But the truth is, none of those people matter unless they're actually in my audience and they want to buy stuff from me. And and so, so that's where I am with that one. So my test for Teachable is to, was just to create that. I'll be sending out an email, inviting people to check it out, let me know what they think, and, you know, just, just give me some much-needed feedback on it. And so that'll be that. And then my convert kit one will be, test will be first emailing the people that are in theory unengaged. (laughs) So, and then sending them a special sequence and kind of reminding them about the resources that are available to them. Um, So those are two big tests that I'm doing right now to kind of help me figure this whole thing out. Um, It just, I think it'll be easier for you to know what I'm up to and know how to get stuff from me. Right now, the, the way that my site is set up and my shop, I mean, this one of these platforms, Teachable, Thinkific, Rizuku, uh, any any other one that I might decide to use, they're going to replace my shop. 
They are totally going to replace my shop. Um, not that I don't love my shop, but I want it to be even easier. I want it to be even easier. And as much as I love having a shop, I also love making it easy for you to get stuff. And I think that um, maybe over the past six months or so, things haven't been as easy. I mean, that's definitely been the feedback that I've received. Like, I don't know how to work with you. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Um, anyway, so I just wanted to give you that quick update. I hope that was helpful. I'd love to know what your experience is if you use Teachable, if you use ConvertKit, how you, I mean, one of the things that I've been looking for is, um, is like an in-depth mind map. And maybe I'm going to be making, I mean, I'm making it as I go along myself, but somebody who's already done a kind of a little bit of a complex move over to ConvertKit from Infusionsoft. And my my setup is not complex. There's just a lot of content and there's a lot of stuff there. So I'm like, I don't know what to do first. So anyways, love to know what you think about either of those platforms and stay tuned. If you're, if you receive anything this week, that's why. Definitely check out my Teachable free course. It's not going to send you emails. That's the one thing I want to make sure you know. You're not going to get emails from me. You might get emails from the Teachable system and you do have to, I think, sign up for a Teachable, uh, membership, I think, like, or you have to get, put a login together. So you ha- you'll have your own private little area. And I would just love to hear from you about that and about your experience going through the toolkit that way. If it's less, um, if it's less overwhelming, if it's easier to navigate anything, or if you're like, and just put it on a page and stop changing everything. <laughs> whatever the case is. All right. Thanks again for listening this week. I will be back next week with another episode um, and probably not an update like this. We'll do this every couple of weeks or so. Um, And uh, we're getting close though. We're getting close. So thank you so much. If you are a regular listener of the, the podcast, I so thank you. If you have not subscribed yet, head over to iTunes and there's a link right in the show notes where you can go subscribe to the podcast and leave me a comment, leave me a review or some stars. I love those. And I will see you next week. Thank you again.